Hi friends! Welcome to Rainbow Parenting, where we talk about the intersections of queerness, transness, and childhood. I am your host, Linz Amer. We are wrapping up Pride Month here at the podcast, and that means that we're also wrapping up our third season of content. I don't have a new guest for this podcast. It's just going to be me and you this episode. So I'm going to keep it quick. But I did want to tell you a little bit of a story from my travels throughout this month going on tour. And I wanted to thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast and for supporting my work and the work that I do at Queer Kids Stuff and all of the amazing people who come onto this podcast and talk about their expertise, talking about the intersections of queerness, transness, and childhood. I think these are conversations we need to be having more and more and uplifting this field of work that's really coming into prominence and growing in a really beautiful way, really in opposition to (laughs) everything that's happening in the national and political discourses right now. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting our work. Thank you for coming out to my events when I was on tour. It was so, so incredible to meet some of you in person and connect and have discussions about the book, about the podcast, meet your kiddos, and have a wonderful IRL time together. This tour has been so incredibly meaningful to me. As you all probably know, I come from a theater background, so I am used to an audience in person and getting energy back from people, from my performances and from my speaking and from my work. And for a very, very long time, I mean, right here on this podcast, I have had a barrier between me, performer, and you, audience whether that's a screen through the Queer Kid Stuff videos or a microphone with this podcast or through social media. And really getting the opportunity through this tour to connect with you all on a much larger scale than I have before has really, truly filled me. So thank you. Thank you so, so much for being willing to be a part of that connection with me. And I I will tell you a story from my travels that I hope will be uh, (laughs) inspiring. Before I get there, just like a quick little business, not really much, much on that, honestly. We're kind of hitting the hitting our down button here at Queer Kid Stuff. I'm going to take a nice long uh, week-long nap to recover from all of the travel and all of the events. I'm going to post the event breakdown, actually, I think, on social media in the next week or so. But uh, it's been a lot of events. So we're going to take it easy July, most of August, and we'll really be back with content at the beginning of the school year. But I do want to let you all in on a new thing that I've been cooking up over the past few months that I am really, really excited to get cooking. For the first time ever, I'm going to be hosting an 
eight week rainbow story time session that's going to be going on in the fall. We're going to be doing weekly classes through Zoom with me. I'm going to be reading a picture books by LGBTQ plus authors every week and doing songs and covers from the web series and some of our faves. We're going to do dance parties and show and tells. It's going to be the best of our favorite story time session at the library, mixed with your favorite family music time classes, all under a queer and pride theme. Those classes are going to open up in the fall. Registration is going to officially open up in August, but right now I am filling up the wait list so people who are interested can get on that and can be the first people to know when that list opens up. You'll be able to sign up for the full eight-week semester. You'll also be able to do drop-ins. I'm kind of figuring out the pricing right now, but it's probably going to look like between $15 and $20 a class for that eight-week session. We'll also have monthly payment plans. We really, really do want to make it as accessible as possible. And I'm really excited to deepen our my relationship with you all and your families and get to know you on a weekly basis and uh, hang out and read some stories and sing some songs. I'll have that waitlist link up in the link in our bios and social media and in the description in the podcast. All right, that's the only business thing, because everything else is going to be pretty quiet for the next month or so. All right, I think it's story time, folks. As you all know, I've been touring around the country for the last month. I've been doing grown-up events and bookstores all over the country to promote my parenting book, Rainbow Parenting, Your Guide to Raising Queer Kids and Their Allies. But I've also been doing my normal Queer Kids Stuff family events. About midway through the month, I landed in Chicago. First, I did a book talk and then a story time at Women and Children First, one of my favorite indie bookstores in Andersonville. And then I went up a little bit north of the city to Wilmette for events at the Wilmette Public Library. When I tell you the library staff at the Walnut Public Library was incredible, I it's just it's not hyperbole. They were absolutely fantastic. I was met at the door by a group of staff and trustees of the library, all so excited for my work and to hear about the book and to uh, experience my fanfic performance. I just, I felt so cared for by the staff and folks at this wonderful library. So I get ready for the family performance and I walk into the beautiful auditorium they have set up for me. And there are lots of families, kids running around, just the absolute best energy to start a performance with. If any of you have ever been to a Queer Kids Queer performance, you'll know it's full of joy and energy, lots of fun songs. I start off with the unicorn song and I have everybody be a stampede of horses with me. It is a grand old time. So I'm going through my normal sales. I do the theme song, I do the unicorn song, I start getting into the pronoun song and gender and all of that normal stuff when kind of out of the corner of my eye, I noticed someone. 
he wasn't really doing anything. He was quiet. He had kind of a stern face on an older white gentleman. And I'm in the middle of performing, right? I'm literally singing as I'm noticing this. And I see that he's sitting there and he's holding a sign. I didn't really get a good look because, again, I was on stage performing. But I definitely saw the word indoctrinating. And I have enough experience with harassment in my comment section to know probably what the rest of that sign says. As I'm noticing him, I'm seeing that the library staff are kind of chatting with each other quietly, and someone goes to sit behind him. Later, I learned that they made a decision not to try and kick him out or draw attention to it. And I do think that that was the right call by that library staff. Didn't want to bring attention to him, especially while the kids were running around and having a great time and had no idea that there was anyone there who uh, didn't like what I was doing. Some of the parents seemed to notice, but they didn't pay it too much attention. So I'm going and I'm getting this huge adrenaline rush in my body as I'm performing because of his presence, right? I do this new song called Dear Queer Little Me, where I kind of sing to my younger self about how it's going to be better just to hold on. And I was really staring him down during that one. Toward the end of my set, I go into this story. It's about a ride a few years ago where my now wife and I decided to go to the beach. I ask the kids what they like to do in the summer. Some of them say play, some of them go to the sprinklers, and sometimes they say they like to go to the beach. I say, I love to go to the beach. It's my favorite thing. What are some things we take to the beach? And they always talk about their shovels and their buckets for sandcastles. They talk about sunscreen, hopefully. They talk about towels and umbrellas and snacks. So I say that my wife and I packed up all of those things. We decided we were going to the, go to the beach for Pride that year. And we go to a very special beach in the Rockaways in New York City called Jacob Reese, the People's Beach. And it's a very special beach that's just for the LGBTQ plus community where we can be ourselves. My wife and I actually just went this past Sunday and it was just as magical as it's ever been. So as I'm telling the story, I talk about, you know, my wife and I getting all of our things together. We get into our car and we start driving to the Rockaways and it takes a minute to get to the Rockaways from Brooklyn. So we drive and we drive and we drive a long time. And when we finally get there, we stop and we get our things out of the car and we look up at the sky and we were disappointed. And I asked the kids, why, why do you think we were disappointed? And they usually guess correctly that it was cloudy outside. Is that ideal beach weather? No, everybody says. But you know what? My wife and I, we said, we're here. It's pride. We're here with our friends and our community. We're going to stay and we're going to have a great time anyways. No matter the clouds. So we get our stuff, we get free towels, we find our friends, we find a spot, we put our towels down, we put our umbrella up, we snuggle together, get our sweatshirts on, even though that's a little silly at the beach. And we're having a, a blast when suddenly a raindrop hits my nose. And it starts to rain. And it's not just raining. It's pouring. It's pouring cats and dogs. 
and everybody's running out of the ocean to get out of the wetness. And people are starting to gather up their towels and leave the beach. And all of our friends gather up our umbrellas all together and we make one big super umbrella. And we all gather and we huddle under there and we say we're going to try and wait out the rain and see if it clears up. So we wait and we eat our snacks and we wait a little bit and more people are leaving the beach and we wait and I have to check and see if it's still raining. Yes, <laughs> it's definitely still raining. So we snuggle up together and we eat more of our snacks and we wait and we wait and I have to check one more time, see if it's still raining. Oh, it is definitely still raining. So we wait a little bit longer and we eat our snacks and we are starting to run out of snacks. What are we going to do? So we're waiting and I check just one more time and I stick my head out from under the umbrella and just one little drop of rain and everybody pokes their heads out from under our super umbrella and everybody else on the beach starts to poke their heads out too. And we come out and we see that the clouds are starting to break apart. And everybody on the beach claps for the sky. Everybody claps for the sky. And I have all the kids clap for the sky with me. And we all looked up at the horizon over the ocean. And guess what appears? And the kids all shout, a rainbow! And this is when the man who was sitting during my performance holding that sign just couldn't take it anymore. And up until the, this was quite a point for him to decide to, <laughs> to uh, say something. Because I've already done our theme song with the opening lyric, It's Okay to Be Gay. We've sung about queer unicorns. We've talked about pronouns and gender. And this... Just my mention of a rainbow appearing in a real true story that I'm telling is what set him off. So he throws back his head in exasperation. <sighs> and he says, not this. Do you know where rainbows are really from? And a lovely parent chimes in and says, pride. And he says, no, no, no. They are a gift from God. And he goes on and on and he starts and he starts heckling me. Now that he's started talking, he doesn't want to stop. And I'm up there with my ukulele, and I start doing the introduction to the song I'm about to do. And I say, sir, I'm about to sing a song. And he's heckling, and the parents are trying to navigate the situation as an audience, right? And the librarians, I'm sure, are trying to figure out what to do. And I start to sing this medley that I do of Over the Rainbow, mashed up with the Rainbow Connection. And the families, these librarians and the staff, they all start to sing the first verse of Somewhere Over the Rainbow with me. And all together, united in song, we're able to drown out that one heckler. And I think it's one of the most beautiful performance moments I've ever had the privilege of experiencing in my life. And I've been a performer for a very long time.
<sighs> and I think that that story is really, one, a beautiful moment that I got to experience with that audience. But I think it's also just a beautiful metaphor for what's happening on our society right now. There's all of this hate and negativity and bigotry that's sitting there glaring us down and telling us who we can and cannot be, what books we can and cannot read, what performances we can and cannot attend, right, with young people in our lives. But all it takes is us united in song to drown him out, to show the young people in those spaces with us that they can't drown out our queer joy with their hatred and their negativity and their bigotry that we are so much stronger in our queer joy than they are in their hate. Birds fly over 
I hope you enjoyed that song and that story. Thank you so, so much for listening to Rainbow Parenting. This was the last episode of our third season of the podcast. Uh, keep an eye on our feeds for when we're coming back into your ears. As always, you can keep tabs on me on social media, so at Linz Amer, L-I-N-D-Z-A-M-E-R. You can also keep an eye on Queer Kid Stuff and all of our work over there at Queer Kid Stuff. We'll be taking a little rest in July, but don't forget to sign up for the waitlist for our Rainbow Storytime eight-week session in the fall. You'll hear about that first if you sign up to that waitlist just in the description of the podcast and uh, we'll put that on social media as well and in our newsletter thank you to all of our fantastic guests this season what an incredible lineup we had and if you want to continue to support our work you can head on over to the queer kid stuff patreon and uh give a monthly donation I write blog posts there every once in a while that are exclusive to the Patreon. You also get early ad-free access to the podcast and to the Teddy's Book Club video series that I've been doing over on the Queer Kid Stuff YouTube channel. And thank you to the folks over at Multitude Productions for helping me out and making this podcast. Couldn't do it without them, truly. All right, that's it, friends. Talk soon. Rainbow Parenting is hosted and created by me, Linz Amer. It's produced in partnership with Multitude and is edited by Misha Stanton. The theme music is by Amanda Darchangelis and the logo artwork is by Abe Tenzia.